Podcast Network, AfterBuzz TV. Over 20 million weekly downloads in over 150 countries and your number one source for after-show entertainment. AfterBuzz TV, the destination for TV superfans. Producing aftershows for over 300 of your favorite TV shows. Interviewing celebrities and showrunners. And bringing you behind-the-scenes exclusives. All thanks to E! Entertainment's Maria Menounos, producer Kevin Undergaro, and internet leader Akamai. Now, let the buzz begin! Hey everybody, welcome to AfterBuzz TV. This is The 100, Season 2, Episode 14, Bodyguard of Lies. I'm your host, Tari J. Miller, and you can find me on Twitter at Tari J. Joining me on the panel is Ben Bateman. What's up, everybody? Where can they find you? Ben Bateman Media, Twitter and Instagram. Nice. Alexis Torres. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at atorres890, and also... In the chat roll, because nice. we're live on YouTube. <laughs> Excellent. Uh, so thank you for joining us. Um, if you haven't already, make sure to subscribe, uh, leave comments, leave... Uh, what, what else do they do? Oh, rate. Rate us. Subscribe, all those things. Comment with us. Things, um, Twitter. Things, things, and things. Yeah. Uh, we are available on iTunes, YouTube, and SoundCloud. Everywhere you want to be, we are. So make sure you're keeping up with us uh, at the hashtag on Twitter, uh, uh, ABTV100. ABTV. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Uh, so, let's get started. Really quickly before we get started, Ty, yes. I just wanted to talk to everybody about a brand new show coming out. Oh, go for it. Oh. So, guys, I wanted to ponder the question, what if something tragic in your life happened? And in the television event of the year, this might be happening. In uh, the new series, American Crime, which is going to be premiering on ABC coming up March 5th at 10, 9 central. So, this series was created by John Ridley, who is the Oscar-winning screenwriter of 12 Years a Slave. Nice. It stars Timothy Hutton, as well as uh, Felicity Huffman, uh, both of whom have been nominated for Oscars, and I believe Timothy Hutton has won an Oscar. So, this is a pretty high-profile project. Uh, be sure to check it out. American Crime on ABC starting on Thursday, March 5th at 10, 9 central. I think it's going to be really fantastic. Fantastic. That's gonna be and awesome. I am personally very excited about it, so definitely check that out. Yeah, seriously. Should be an awesome title. It's gonna be great. <laughs> um, cool. So, uh, back to the hundred. Oh, yeah. Because this episode was full was, of awesome. Oh, yeah. And apparently, lots of, well, I don't know about love, but there was some love making. The episode yes. was incredible. I mean, just on every level. Uh, I really, really enjoyed this episode. He was really a lot. enjoying this oh, episode. Oh, yeah. And you guys, I, I, the part that I enjoyed of this episode was the part with uh, the romance between Clark and Lexa. That's yeah. the part that I enjoyed. Mm-hmm. So I don't know what you, you were looking at me. What are you talking about? Oh, nothing. <laughs> I, was looking, I was looking at you with. Uh, never mind. I, don't even know yeah. what, I don't even know what you guys are doing. Settle down, you two. <laughs> well. Uh, yeah. Ain't no love on this panel. What? Cold hard facts. <laughs> Sure. In that case, I'm going to start as far away from love as possible. This is our leader who can look us in the eye and say to us, go die for me. Yes. That's from the show. Yeah, that's, that's a line from that's the show. That's not happening. Sorry, Tara. You're a great like everyone, leader, but it's not happening. Come on. No. Die for me. No. Oh, come on. Die for Do me. Do it. You can say it any way you want it. <laughs> Still not going to work it's not gonna on happen. Um, um but speaking of people who will die for their leader, yeah. um, let's talk about Jaha in the Land of Light. Um, uh-huh. 
this this section was really interesting to me. Yeah. Um, I mean, we come in and it starts a little cornball. It's a guy telling uh, jokes. What's up? No, no, no. I said, oh, sorry. Uh, <laughs> Dylan... Earls, I'm sorry if I mess up your name. Says he loves us all. Oh, that's lovely, Dylan Earls. We heart you too, Dylan. Uh, but anyway, uh, I actually liked the the, the oh, weird banter. I'm, so, I'm sorry. Did we already let everybody know where they can find this live chat so they can follow yes. us live right oh, now? Oh no, you can go ahead and tell everybody. Well, I don't know because it's in front of you. Oh, well, <laughs> you can go. You can go to AfterBuzzTV.com um, or go to YouTube slash AfterBuzzTV and you can find us live. And I can read off. Everybody who's in the chat room, which is we got Midnight Black, Talk to Kitten Paw ninety three, oh mm-hmm. um, SM Down H nine, and I think besides myself and then Dylan and Christy. So join shout out to all of you guys. The conversation, yeah. Please nice. join in the conversation because I want to know what you guys think, especially when we get down to predictions and you know theories. Any questions you guys have, you know, hashtag ABTV the hundred on there, so yes. you know, or at least put my name in there so I can be like, oh, someone look. Something. Nice. So, just letting you know. But anyway, it's gonna explode with your name. I'm like, oh, I can't keep up. But no, uh, like, I I really enjoyed the banter between, um, uh, well, uh, Jaha and Murphy. I, even yeah. though yes, it did seem kind of cheesy, I actually enjoyed it because it was kind of nice to see them getting along. But it was kind of great with with Murphy's kind of like you know, yeah, he's quick really quick. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Uh, I really enjoyed it. I thought it was nice. Yeah, I thought the the very. Um, like the New Earth specific jokes were really interesting. Like he wasn't telling old old guy walks into a bar jokes. They're all like oh based God. in the world that they live in. Yeah, it was amazing. I didn't get it at first when he said it. I was just kind of like, <laughs> why is this funny? <laughs> right. Sure. And then he had to explain it, and I was like, oh, okay. Yeah, okay. you know, because yeah. Reapers eat grounders. Right. Did it. <laughs> well, you were like thinking about Me it. As you're, as you're thinking about it, it's just, uh, yeah, the just explosion. It's the second episode in a row that we've started with a severed limb uh, floating around on the screen. So yeah. that was exciting. Yeah. I I, that th- completely <laughs> took me off guard. I was just like, he just exploded. Oh my gosh, he just exploded. What is happening? And you were just like, landmines, Alexis. And right. I was like, well, obviously, I just wasn't expecting people to just be blown up on camera. So the dude gets blown up. The next time we come back to them, they're they're still in the desert, but they they're trying to wait out a sandstorm. Yeah. And I actually I really really liked the um the set design for this part. I thought mm-hmm. it was really cool, really elegant, like uh, very artistic when they first push back in on that shot. Yeah. And there's the four of them and they're sitting and you can't really, when you first look, you can't tell what's going on. But I like, they're all wrapped up and they're all sitting and like, it, it just was like really, really cool to me. And then yeah. the sand subsides and you realize what they've been doing. They've just been sitting there waiting out a sandstorm surrounded by landmines making their way through the desert. Mm-hmm. Um, where they eventually end up, which is they come over the hill after making the landmines and they see a bunch of solar panels. Yep. Um, um, they were the light that they had seen over the hills was reflecting off the solar panels, and you assume that it's this abandoned place. And my, like, what did you guys think that the solar the solar panels meant? I mean, in my mind, I was like, oh, everything they must be the people must be underground. Right. In these yeah, that was my first impression too. I mean, when they first showed the whole wide shot of everything, I was kind of like, what is that? Is that is that just? Is that shiny rocks? Like, I don't, I don't yeah. really know. Like, I couldn't tell what it was. But after they got closer and they showed there was, there, um, that there were some panels that I was like, or, yeah, solar panels that I was sitting there going, oh, they must be underground using the energy to, you know, uh, power their city underneath. Yeah. I had that thought. I also had the thought that, though, once they showed um, 
once they showed the screen, the like video screen of the drone, yeah, clearly somebody's looking at that video screen, right? So mm-hmm. you know, there's the, but if I had the thought for a minute, which was just maybe this city of light is like a descent, like a trap, and these reflectors are just mm. intact and weren't destroyed by anyone, so that if you needed to send somebody on this like fool's errand through a line, like a, <laughs> like a minefield, you would send them, and they would see this light reflecting, and that's why they would be drawn in. Right. Uh, that was the one thought I had, but actually the funniest moment for me was. <laughs> when the, with the drone shot on yeah. the screen in yeah. the bottom right, the CW ad said iZombie, advertising the show iZombie. Uh-huh. And I was like on the screen, I was like, why does that drone say iZombie? I was like, it's like, <laughs> I was like the drone's an iZombie? I was like, this is so weird to me. That's such, such a strange, isn't that a show? And then I, I was about to say to you, guys, and then it like switched. I was like, oh, I'm a fool. It's still on the screen. <laughs> Never mind. Well, you could, I mean, I feel like you could argue. You could be like, well, maybe the drone was originally Terrible. Apple inspired, and oh, you know, the civilization is dead, but it's still alive. I was like so pondering this. Yeah. <laughs> um, um, Midnight Black says the drone, and I think it's a group worse than Mount Weather, like Area Fifty One ish, or m- more m- mutated, advanced people. It could interesting. Be. Yeah. yeah, it might just work for Mount. Yeah, that, that would be interesting if if that was what they were going towards. They were just giving up position by just giving away information about whether or not realizing it. Right. I also like that the chat's like, guys, Jaha has legit gone crazy because we were oh, all talking was, about it. I wanted to talk yes, about that please. next. Please. Um, because my favorite moment of this whole Jaha portion of the episode is when he himself starts wondering if he's gone crazy and he goes, I, I fell from space. Yeah. I fell from space. <laughs> I, know. I just, you know, I, there has to be a reason. And I, I feel like that's when... Like, for everyone else, it clicked that he's nuts. Yeah. Um, and Murphy is kind of, like, just along for the ride. Well, because he has nowhere else to go. Like, what's he going to do? Well, you're crazy. I'm out. Like, where right. are you going to go? You right. can't walk back to the camp. <laughs> we need a boat. A boat of pigs, John. <laughs> I mean, pretty amazing. I, you know, Selena Wilkin, who I mention every single week, because she's an incredibly talented writer, who I, like, steal half of her information for this panel this just in, because uh, she's a genius with the show, she had written an article a while back about Jaha possibly being crazy mm-hmm. and how it would be like a really interesting twist if actually what turns out is that this fool's Aaron is just he's nuts and it doesn't resolve in a way where he's ever vindicated. He's actually just nuts. Yeah. Uh, and I, I thought about that a, I, I thought about it a little more tonight. They wouldn't do it in like a really like, like fooled you away where like he just is crazy and then everybody dies. Yeah. They would maybe do it in a way where they get somewhere, he dies, and then, but the place they got to is relevant to yeah. the story for the other characters. Like, like maybe it's Murphy ends up having a pivotal role in the war because of, like, the place Jaha got him to without realizing it. You yeah. know what I mean? I think that's how it could resolve. While Jaha is still nuts, there is no City of Light. There's right. nowhere they're getting to. It's just destiny brought them there or something like that. I don't know. I'm kind of going to be on the same boat, but not really. Like, I feel like the whole, they're going to, they're going to, go through this journey and they're not going to be able to find the city of light jaha dies from something but then murphy finds the city of light at one point and he's like you know after jaha's already passed he's gonna yeah. be like you're right you're crazy but you were right and then whatever happens from there can continue from there so we're in agreement do you believe also that jaha's going to die um <laughs> i don't think he's gonna die um because i feel like he is they're they're making him to be this kind of like Profit thing. The 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 idea of faith hasn't really been a theme throughout the hundred. Right. Um, I mean, I think that 
with the track record of the show, they they uh, they could very well make him insane and mm-hmm. just have it, them end up be in a deserted place, no way out, and he's just like, but it has to be, and then everyone dies. So it could be something like that, but I feel like they're trying to explore something new. Yeah. Whereas, and so, if anything, if I were writing the show, I would do something to the effect of, they're going to get to this place that's the land of light, but it'll be worse than anything that they could ever imagine. Right. That makes sense. Yeah. But I mean, it's funny that season one ended like the last, uh, the last shot last it was Jaha crazy. It was him yeah. on, on the arc himself going crazy, hearing a baby crying. Yeah. So yeah. season two were to end with a similar moment of Jaha still crazy and a whole season of I don't crazy. Know about that. Uh, you know, I think that'd be I kind mean, of interesting. I feel like it's just, I feel like, it's just kind of not dribbled, but it's been dragged on because he was crazy. On, he was going crazy on the arc. Now he's going crazy on Earth. Like you can't keep going with that. And if it does, it right. I, I don't know well, how much further you can go on with that story. Right. Personally, yeah. Do you guys think that they're doing enough with Murphy's character? Do you think that they're like giving us like they've they've started to tease that he's this really good character, and they've like they've given us moments where it seems like they're developing him. Mm-hmm. But do you think they're giving us enough with only two episodes left? Do you think he's going to play much of a role? think so i think that they're gonna save him for the next season mm-hmm. um like i read an article where uh the showrunner was basically saying that he's since he figured out where he wanted the whole season to go uh and then once he was renewed he he was more free to kind of start seeding things as right. opposed to feeling like he had to Wrap conclude up. everything up sure so i think that they're gonna start their journey and it's gonna open up a door and it'll just be our bridge into the next season. I think that's pretty yeah. fair. I yeah, fair. I completely agree. Um, so yeah, yeah. So so that's so Murphy. So yeah. I want to jump into a subject that I we're going to save the best subject, which is obviously Clark and Lexa, Clexa right. for the last. But I wanted to jump into what, what was your ship? What, what? What was your ship? Clexa. That's not my. No, ship. it's Lexark. Yeah, I was like, I thought yeah. it was Lexark. It's Lexark. The official. Um, the official. The official like. Social media Lexark? is Lexark. I actually like that. Well, I just I, I like it too. I just got tweeted. Clex, now, <laughs> now I feel stupid. <laughs> I'm not in on the. It, okay. I'm I'm the outsider. <laughs> no. oh, it's okay. He spends his time on Instagram. Uh, yeah, this so, right. yeah. This is this is stupid. I I fell from space. I, <laughs> I'm done. There's destiny for this. I'm done. We're done. <laughs> uh, no, Never no. had someone leave my show before. It's sweet. <laughs> so uh, I wanted to talk about uh, Ravik really quickly, and I don't uh, think that, I don't think it's a, I don't think it's official. Uh, <laughs> I don't think that the, the name Ravik uh, is official. Not them as a couple. Um, that sounds really cool, though. It does. Ravik, we, yeah. we we were interacting with some fans on Twitter this week, Alexa, uh, Alexis, not Lexa, Lexa, all over the place, about the proper name. Yeah. And I got in a little bit of trouble for saying that I thought yeah. Lindsay Morgan deserves a, a, a striking, dapper gentleman. This uh, guy. That's not what I said at all. I just said, I think, a striping, anyway. Yeah, striping gentleman, go. names rhyme with win. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, most of the letters in his name should be Batman, but right. you, know, right. you add an extra E or something. <laughs> This I'm just saying. Off, this is off script. You're just, I don't know what you're doing. I can't pronounce your name, so I apologize, but it's D I A N T C 333. It's how you said it, Ben. Don't feel stupid. Oh, so that's good. Thank they're, you. They're defending I love you. our yeah. fans. Um, I, I love our fans. But so, uh, you know, so, we were talking about Ravik and all this, and one of our fans suggested Ravik versus. Uh, 
Waven. 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 I, I don't mind Waven, but it sounds, sounds kind of like silly. Yeah. Oh, we love, love Waven together. Right? Yeah. yeah, we love yeah. Waven together. Uh, um, I think it's adorable. Wiccan was cute too. <laughs> I did like Wiccan. Yeah, uh, I really liked that one, but nobody was on my boat. I don't yeah, think that's okay. That's okay. Um, well, yeah, let's talk about them for a little bit. Um, we come in and Raven's trying to figure out the whole deal with the acid fog. And Wick comes in and he's like, hey, I can help you. I've been just kind of hanging out. I need something to do. Let's figure this out. Raven's super stumped, but kind of, of stubborn, doesn't want any help. Yep. Um, that's the usual. Yeah. Uh, but that's what we love about her. She's right. so headstrong. Of course. Um, and so they're trying to find, they're trying to figure out, one, what kind of acid the acid fog is, mm-hmm. and two, how could they counter it. Um, and so we... Uh, I I feel like we can just jump into them getting the call from Bellamy. Yeah. Um, And he tells them that he's in the room with the acid fog tanks, and they walk him through the panel. We find out that it's aqueous sodium hydroxide that neutralizes the the acid. Right. Um, They're so ecstatic that they almost kiss. But not quite. Not quite. Mm -hmm. And then later... Raven comes back and they do it. Boom! I just love how it was just like he was just talking and he was, she was just like pounce. I'm gonna make out with you <laughs> right. now, and I was like, whoa! All yeah. right, we're doing this. Yeah. Cool. Because yeah, because wasn't she hesitating at first? She was. Yeah. She and she kind of like earlier in the season when it was a thing, she had been like, you know, I feel like she'd been sassy. She'd like given him some attitude. It was like this is not going that direction or something. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know. But uh, I thought my only problem with this whole exchange was that I. F- First of all, it's nice to see Lindsay Morgan have some screen time this episode because it's been a couple episodes as we've had like a, a very relevant Raven storyline. Yeah, and she got like an arc in this episode, which is great, great to see. Mm-hmm. Um, but I felt like because they hadn't given us much Wick for quite a while, he hadn't been in the show for it felt like four, five, six episodes. No, yeah. sorry guys, I'm I'm gonna be that fan right now where I was just like, who's this person? Right. And you guys uh-huh. were like, it's Wick Alexis, and I was like, oh. When was the last time we saw him? Like six episodes ago. Oh, okay. Least, I don't yeah. feel that bad. <laughs> Maybe like eight. I mean, it's been a while. It's been so, a while. Yeah. So he, he pops in and, you know, they they do their thing. And then he says this thing to her because she's being all, just exactly like after season one when she slept with mm-hmm. Bellamy, she gets up and she immediately does the same move where she's all like putting she's, her clothes yeah, on. She's, she's all business. She's all business. She's And she you can tell she's kind of uncomfortable with the whole thing. Mm-hmm. Intimacy, because clearly she has intimacy issues. Yep. Um, and this is the thing that I didn't like about this, because he says to her, look, if you want to do this, I'm in, but Yeah, I don't want to play any games. And I had this moment of like, you know what, like, this is not a re- like a romance they're, that's been developing. They're teenagers. They're, oh. they're, her ex-boyfriend all- just died in front of her. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and he's like, he's like, if you want to do this, I'm in. It's like, do what? You guys are going to war right now, and like, you're probably getting, one of you will probably go die. Like, right. maybe both of you are going to go die. Like, what are you going to start dating at, at the at Camp Jaha? I don't. It just to me, it felt like one of those like that was like a teen show moment. Right. Whereas like the rest of the episode and most of this show is no longer that at all. I like. I like they throw that in there because it's not super realistic but at the same time it does make sense that I feel like we, we've all been there when we were teenagers and you fall in love really quick I mean right. I, I wouldn't give out my cookies on the first you know first go <laughs> Wait, but you know whatever like, <laughs> he looks like a 29 year old man he's like well, okay. he does not look like a teenager in the slightest we, we don't know how I mean yeah, know, he's like 24 but no um, I mean, but that's like saying I look 17 <laughs> well I would well, argue that like for for Wick the the war is not as real. He he's not very much in the trenches. 
a lot of the Arkies, as the, uh, the that joke teller. Called? That's what the joke teller was saying. He oh, called them Arkies. That's so interesting. So I like it. Yeah. Um, most of the Arkies, they they came in and they're in the in Camp Jaha, but they're not really fighting this war. They're not in, uh, on the front lines with the grounders. They're not really a part of anything. So for him to be like, oh yeah, you know, you want to be in a relationship. It's it's a slice of normal life. Whereas right. to her, she is constantly trying to help this tactical team go through. She's been through a lot of emotional stuff. Yeah. So I understand her being a little cold and and him being more of a, a puppy dog right. in the situation. No, I got it. I just it just to me felt like. They've yeah. they've taught us with this show now mm-hmm. to have these yeah. ridiculously high expectations that I think when you get a moment like that that feels like a TV moment, it's a little it's a little like your my uh, sensor just goes off the red flag. Uh, goes I don't know. I feel like we there's so much else going on that it, when it happens, it's kind of like all right that happened. So right. let's Move get back on, to right. it. Yeah, totally. So, yeah. I mean, it's nice. You know, for just for character development, sure. But like, I I can't sit there and just be like, ah, I'm so angry. I'm just kind of like, okay, <laughs> let's get to the war. Right. You know, I'm so angry. I'm so angry. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I can't. Grab a Snickers. Yeah, uh, right. <laughs> um, but speaking of Bellamy, Be- Bellamy, Bellamy, Bellamy. Oh, really quickly before we actually move on to Bellamy, um, we 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 uh, I tweeted at Lindsay Morgan this week. She oh, responded back. Here we go. Uh-huh. She she essentially suggested that like maybe the songs thing that I was doing was like. But she was like, "What else you got?" She wasn't a fan of the songs, so we started <laughs> suggesting other things. Tari suggested an arm wrestling contest. Yeah, I suggested fresh baked cookies because Alexis bakes Why amazing. Why are you pouring out me and my cookies? They're just, well, they're just so good. <laughs> they were so good. Uh, then I suggested I, this today. I was like. Uh, a game. We'll challenge you to a game of your choice. Ooh. Any variety. I use the hashtag checks, chess or checkers. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm no, sorry. No response. Lindsay but. Morgan, <laughs> if you want to come to the studio and play Cards Against Humanity with me, I would be the happiest person <laughs> That'd be in the great. world. That would be, we could just I do a bring, whole show I would, be, I would that. bring Ricky Whittle back and have oh Lindsay Morgan gosh. and whoever else that we can get and have everybody sit at this table and play Cards Against Humanity. I think it would be awesome. I think Guys, Tweet at them. I'm going to do it. I'm going to bring in the bigger, blacker box, and we're going to play. Nice. And it's going to be awesome. I think it goes without saying that I'd be a fan of that. Uh, We should move on to the next section before I get myself in trouble. Yes. Um, So, yeah, speaking of Bellamy, um, let's talk about Mount Weather a little bit. Yes, please. Um, So we come in, and Cage is basically trying to figure out why all the grounders are hanging out just outside the perimeter of the fog. And as he's doing that, Bellamy is running around and trying to get access to the fog room. Uh, he gets made and the starts... fog room. Fog room. That's what it is. You know, while he wears his fog funny. hat and... <laughs> um, sure. So, yes. And so he gets chased by all the guards because they realize that he's not uh, loveless, lovely, loving, yeah. loving stuff. Um, love joy. Yeah. Wait, love, love joy. Yeah, uh-huh. love joy. That's the one. I totally listen, guys. <laughs> <laughs> um, and so he goes into hiding with Maya's dad, and they basically tell him that uh, he can get access through the retro zone, or like yeah, the retrofit zones. Mm-hmm. So he makes his way in there. Um, we meet Lee, who is another guard who is on the side of the resistance. Right. Um. And then while inside the fog room, he gets walked through by Raven and Wick, which we talked about. Ravik. Um, Ravik. Yeah. But uh, this, they thought that they had turned it off, but it was all a trick. 
Mm-hmm. Cage basically waited until they were tri- they were fooled. Uh, all of the armies started moving in, and then uh, cut off all communications. Mm-hmm. And Bellamy narrowly escapes with his life. Yeah. But he does manage to blow up the supply. Which was awesome. Good I moment. loved that. Action movie moment. Oh, yeah, it was very... I thought he was going to at least get burned a little bit, and I was really glad that he didn't. But right. I was like, yeah, you got you got away by the skin of your teeth, sir. That's not how action movie explosions work. In action movies, you get to walk away from explosions that they're far away from you, and it doesn't affect you. And you I get mean, blown out of tubes or sewers by explosions, and just uh, exactly what happened. I'm yeah. not complaining. I'm glad that he got out unscathed. I'm just saying that that was really close. Yeah. Like, I'm too sure close for comfort. First or second degree burn. It's like in you movies know. when like it's like somebody's what's your number? It's like two oh six five 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 and like no number starts with five five five. It's the same thing. You don't get burned by explosions if you're an action hero. Yeah. And that's All what right. it was in this episode. Anyway. Right. right. So uh the first thing I noticed is a couple questions. Um Lovejoy had a son, he was adorable, he made me very sad. He's he's not just like, Where's my dad? <laughs> so oh, that's right. <laughs> how did it take so long for that to happen? And then the second thing is uh when Bellamy finally gets made, as you said, it's also just like how is he still parading around with a key card that belongs to a dead guy whose son is in preschool and the guy's missing and the card hasn't even been? How does he have Lovejoy's card? Like all that just. I thought he took a different card. I don't. I well, didn't. I didn't think it was Lovejoy's card later for some took, reason. Uh, a different card. Okay. He yeah. had Lovejoy's card to begin with, and I assume that. I mean, the. I think that it was assumed by everyone that Lovejoy was either part of the brigade that got killed uh, in the attack or okay. he uh, was just out on patrol like they have a lot of people who are scouting the sure. the forests and mm-hmm. stuff right um, so I bet it's easy to lose track of them hmm. I would assume so yeah yeah here's something I wanted to point out uh, cage yeah. he always has the sweet outfit on it's like sort of a vintage looking blazer with combat boots yeah, yeah. and like a cool pin but no tie his mm-hmm. hair is yeah. always quaffed yeah, yeah. Uh, can we all agree that if that look was to show up on like a runway in Milan Right now, it would be like men's fashion. Yeah. <laughs> Even though it's supposed to Where look like. Where are we going so, with this? I just was thinking <laughs> yeah. about it. I was like, this is supposed happening? to be. I, I don't know, guys. I'm sorry. My man. <laughs> I, I was just thinking it was like some sort of like absurd, like, this is the vintage outfit that I could piece together from the wreckage of 50 years ago. <laughs> but it's like sweet combat boots with like, I think they're suit pants that match the jacket. Right. It's, it's nicely frayed, okay, yeah. but it's like kind of put together. He's got like a cool collar, like mm-hmm. a little pin. His hair looks like it's been to do the blow dryer. <laughs> Um, all right, I'm going to stop you there. Um, I will, yeah. The, Sorry, guys. If anyone in the Hunter wardrobe oh department, you did an amazing job on Cage. Ben would like to acknowledge that. We all would like to acknowledge that. It, it was good. No, I agree. Like, if I were to cosplay and I looked anything like, I think, actually, you could probably I was just pull off say, the yeah, Cage like cosplay. Can, yeah, if we did the thing where we, walk, we show up in costume as characters. Oh, I also suggested to Lindsay Morgan, by the way, we all would come as dressed as Lindsay Morgan. That was another suggestion. <laughs> oh, go my word. Oh, jeez. But, um, Cage. But yeah. I'll come dressed as Cage. You should. Yeah. Um, okay. Uh, <laughs> now, like all my brain is all scattered. Now. I know my brain's like all over um, the place right now. I'm like, I want to dress up as Lexa. Man, I really need to think about my costume choices. What are we talking about right now? Episodes. Yeah. Um, we're talking about Cage. I thought Cage that, fashion. That's all my notes. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> he just drew. It's a doodle of boots. Oh no! Um, hey, look, talk to Kitten Paw. Ninety three says Cage looks hot even with the white makeup. So there you go. Yeah. <laughs> Someone's on your side. Um, I I mean I thought that Cage's plan was really smart but um no buts i thought i thought it was actually really smart um it it, to me it kind of solidified him as a as a valiant enemy Mm -hmm. um before he was just like 
a, a, a petulant kid trying to like usurp his father. Right. But yeah. like you see now that he actually has uh, like an ability to lead and ability to like make sound war decisions. Um, I, I mean, agree. if not for Bellamy's, uh, I would say Bellamy's luck, then he would have essentially wiped out the Grounder army. Right. So I thought that was a really gr- a, a nice touch to the, his character. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I would agree. Um, I really would like to talk about the best part of the episode. Do you guys have any other things to say about uh, Cage mm-hmm. and his combat with Ernie? No? No. Um, Sorry, you're done talking about Cage's suit? No. Uh, someone said, um, it's the same one. I can't pronounce your thing. I'm so sorry. Um, they have a nicer, they have nicer clothes at Mount Weather. Remember when Clark was there and they brought in a wardrobe for her to pick out whatever she wanted? She had the yeah. sweet, like, like, like cardigans, little mm-hmm. camis and things she was wearing? Yes. Yeah. Right? Um, and so I, I assume you want to talk about uh, the Just all the Tom DC stuff. Yeah, there's so much um, cool stuff. But before you do that, oh. let's talk a little bit about iTunes and YouTube. I love this segment because it always sounds like it's like, and hey, here's Tari with the iTunes, you know, <laughs> segment of the day. And just like, oh. hey guys, uh, yeah, I feel like <laughs> I feel like. Oh, oh, sweet. No, I feel like I should do it all like old jazz radio. You like, should. Hey guys, thanks for watching and listening to us on iTunes. I need that music in the As background. always, good night yeah. and good luck. Yeah. Uh, if you haven't already, make sure you subscribe and give us a, a rating. Five stars if you love what we're doing. Four stars if you think we can improve in any way, shape, or form. If you think that we can do anything better or you love what we're doing, leave us a comment below. Something to the effect of, hey, you guys are awesome and I love all your banter. Something like that. If you think that we can improve, tell us how. Uh, make sure that you're on... <laughs> make sure Damn it! I know, I know, I messed it up. Um, Make sure that if you're listening on SoundCloud or on YouTube that you give us that thumbs up and like all the videos and like all the audio podcasts because we do this for you and all we ask in return is that you, the viewer slash watcher, participate. Give us a rating. Leave those comments. Make sure that you are interacting with us because that's our favorite part. Interaction. With you, our fans. We love the fans. I'll give you a thumbs up, Terry. I'll give you, you th- I'll give you a thumbs up right did now. Did you hear that amazing Josh, yeah. our engineer slash producer, is yeah. the coolest man in the world? And also, wow, that was awesome. Oh, <laughs> if you guys didn't catch that, was a Scott Pilgrim reference. So I'm just gonna let that. Oh yeah, no, go. I think they caught that. Okay, good. Because uh, I love that. Like and subscribe if you enjoyed that reference. <laughs> so Call to action. Uh, a lot of things happened in Ton DC. Yes, yes, they did. It start. It started with uh, Clark and Lexa, Lexark, <laughs> uh, arguing about uh, what should happen. Sorry, I was really proud of myself. Oh, you mean mm-hmm. Lexark? Yeah, yeah Clexark. Clexark. Whatever. Clexark. Either way. Uh, I'm sorry, guys. I love shipping, but I also don't love shipping. It's a love hate relationship I have with yeah. it. So things are weird. So they're talking about what to do, and and you know, war is this, war is that. And so then Clark has like a run in with Octavia, and she's like, I know that you did something wrong. I, I feel like, and she's like, Yeah, I did send the missile. It's war. And uh, and then after that, there's a whole sequence of events where they decide to go to war. And then finally, <laughs> Lexa and Clark. What are you laughing about? They, Sorry. I just love- <laughs> Midnight Black's like after bus, after dark. <laughs> I just I just saw like the lights kind of dimming and just seeing Tari and like shades and like I, I didn't mean to interrupt. I'm so oh, sorry. Here's my saxophone. Yeah, like that's what I was waiting. It was like a man in a saxophone playing. And, oh, okay, sorry. A careless whisper. I was like, and then they kissed. Yeah, like, that's what I wanted. <laughs> 
Uh, all right, sorry. That's, we're getting way off topic. That's great. So then they finally kiss at the end of the episode, and I'm going to tell you guys right now, I felt like a teenager watching the OC again. Like, I was like, and I, look, my favorite girl on the show, the girl uh-huh. who I have been, put, like, campaigning to get on the show, had a romantic scene on the episode, yeah. which was fine. This was, to me, like, the episode of the year in television for me that I enjoyed the most. I, like, really liked this episode. I just thought so much build-up to that moment for it to finally happen and for it to be with Lexa, who's such a badass actress. Yeah. Mm-hmm. She's so cool. Yeah. And, and Eliza Taylor has just... I mean, it was just great. I don't know. I was totally sold. I was completely sold. I was like, that's that's the... Sh- I'm not a shipper, guys. But I kind of was like, I get a ship. So, anyway. Oh, I my mean, goodness. Yeah. It's all in my uh, system now. <laughs> Drop the okay. mic. All right, now it's time for Ben to leave. Um, <laughs> no, let's 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 take our time with this one. No, oh, my word. <laughs> um, before we get to the kisses, let's talk about. He's going to be talking the, like this for the rest of the episode. <laughs> I kind of want to. I won't be though. But uh, no, like I think just kind of leading up to the kiss. I, I, I loved the dynamic between the two. Just their difference in how war should be. Portrayed and and you like Clark on the whole up till now has been all about just the survival of her people and Lexa has been about like leading. She's she was like she said born to lead and yep. so she's ruthless um, and just it's you can tell you can see them both influencing one another. Uh, Clark is getting a little more ruthless while uh, Lexa you f- see for the first time her feel um, and it's a really Odd and well-acted moment where you see her stunned by her own emotion. Yeah, she, yes, she almost was, got tears. Beautiful, right? <clears throat> I'm sorry. Uh, I was getting choked up there. Uh, it was, yeah, I mean, I even had to stop for a minute and I went, was that the first time we actually saw Alexa show any type of other emotion besides, you know, because she's such a strong character. So mm-hmm. it, it really took me, you know, it, it took me aback to think about it that way. And I feel like her whole emotional change today or in this episode was really refreshing and i really liked to see her kind of more in this like softer side i mean i don't think she's going to obviously be like that if she let's say ever becomes into relations with clark but at the same time i like that she can kind of switch and know like okay i'm not a leader i am your lover or your girlfriend or whatever whatever this ends up turning out to be and i um as a person who's been in kind not the same relationship but a person when you're with somebody who's always strong and has to portray a certain uh persona yeah persona because she was you know she was like a, i'm not gonna get into more of that but yeah. she was she was high up in her job and she had to portray a certain uh way when she's around at work but right. then when i had you know when we went out on dates or if we were together she was always a completely different person right and i liked that and i think that it's going to sh- it's going to be a whole new side of lexa that i think the fans and us will enjoy and uh, and I really like that. And I love that you can. They were constantly showing when they were all walking towards uh, Mount Weather how they were they were, they were exchanging eyes a lot more than they usually do. Yeah. Right. And I just feel like it just oh, it just kicked open a huge door for them. And I think it's going to be really interesting to see where their relationship goes. Even though I know the fans are some fans aren't into it and some fans are. Yeah. Well, so. I think a lot of the fans that weren't into it aren't into it because of the shipping element that it defies. Because Bellamy and Clark Bellark is yeah. the it's the big one. Yeah. Um. So this was leaked midweek, by the way. I, I think a lot of you guys I refused to listen <laughs> to anything. So this was all surprising when this happened right. until you guys ruined it for me. It was unintentionally yeah. leaked as well. It was. Yeah, I heard. Yeah. yeah. 
so and so Kim Shumway, 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 yeah. Shumway, Shumway. who wrote the episode, um, she you know she responded. She said it was a little disappointing to to have the fans know that this was going to happen before experiencing it as part of the show as she was expecting. Yeah, which I can understand. I also read a couple articles after it was leaked that were just sort of like this represents a huge moment because. Though there have there have been same sex relationships on shows, there have mm-hmm. been bisexual lead characters. The fact that this is a a female character on a show like the Hundred, on a network like the CW, and that she is you know an on screen kiss with a girl, she's a bisexual character. She's this strong woman. Mm-hmm. It's a very unique turn to a character who is already incredibly unique. Yeah, mm-hmm. a whole cast of characters, and I think the thing that I thought was the most impressive about this. Mm-hmm. Cultural stigmas aside, that would make this stand out. I reacted to this like I reacted to, you know, Marissa and Ryan when I was fourteen watching the OC. That's amazing to me. I literally reacted to the same sort of giddy excitement of like, I like I love this. Do you know what yeah. I mean? Mm-hmm. And that to me is an enormous achievement. That's that's stronger than almost anything this show has probably done for me as a viewer. Is the fact that that could happen, that moment could finally happen at the end of the second season. Yeah, and it could just grand slam it out of the park. Oh yeah, yeah. I mean, I love shows that normalize, like, what are seen as, like, alternative relationships. Mm-hmm. Um, because, I mean, that's how it, it shouldn't be like, oh, we're talking about lesbian and gay and bisexual yeah, yeah. It should be like, this is the thing that's happening. And it wasn't, like, when Clark pulled back, it wasn't, oh my gosh, you're a girl. It was, I'm not ready for a relationship. And so I thought that was a really great yeah, I thing. Yeah, I wanted to touch up on that, because yeah. I was expecting it to be kind of like, you know, oh, this is, I'm not cool with this because that's what I was expecting for her it's to like come a out of her back mountain moment, like. Yeah, kind yeah, of, right. you know, and I, I, I figured that it wasn't going to be like that bad, but I figured that that was going to be what was going to keep them apart. Right. At one point that she was like, I'm, I'm not, no, like that's not going to happen. But I did like that the first thing out of her mouth was just like, I'm not ready for another relationship. And I was like, oh my gosh. <laughs> right. This is amazing. Cause I mean, most people usually when, especially in like Glee and a few other things, usually the, the person who's going through this relationship is always on the on that huge spectrum of like oh I don't I don't go that way like right. you know I'm offended that you even you know found me attractive blah 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 yeah so I really appreciated that the writers were just they didn't make her into this you know I mean I figured that because the fact that this is a totally different generation uh, you know, of kids that they're very open to everything mm-hmm. but it was just really nice to see it and actually hear her say those words it, it made me as a bisexual person like oh well that was nice yeah i really like that so i don't know i i really appreciated that mm-hmm. yeah, it was a huge moment i think more and more i'm finding i'm just fascinated by most of the characters that are in ton dc mm-hmm. and the last five or six episodes now since it's been the action's been so intense and there's been so much drama yeah I'm, I mean, I tweeted this like maybe four weeks ago that I felt like I felt like Indra and Lexa should have their own spinoff, and I said it in like this half-hearted way when, at first. Like I meant it, but it was like I mean we're not really going to see that happen. Mm-hmm. Then I was thinking about it again tonight. It's like I just love those characters. Yeah, they're yeah. just great. I would be totally intrigued if they gave if they gave me an episode that was before the people showed up, before the ground, before the arc landed. And it was like life on the ground before. And it was just Indra and Lex like going through the woods hunting or something. Yeah. I'd be fascinated by that. No, that would be a good show. They're great characters. Yeah. I mean, and you look at the, the, like, the interaction that we just were about to get to, I'm sure, with Octavia and Clark. And they yeah. have this intense interaction. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, when, when Marie, I always mess her name up, Octavia Agrabalos, something, talks, 
uh, she's so cool now. She's so intense. Yeah. And she and I totally buy it. Yeah. Even her voice is different. Like mm-hmm. she plays it a lot more gravelly, like a lot more dark. And I love that. Yeah, me too. She's just intense. And I like the that it showed that, you know, Clark was trying to like you know, get her to kind of be more on like her side about stuff, and she was just like, "No, I'm not having it. Like, what you did was wrong." And then she tried to show that to Indra, and Indra's like, "That's war." Yeah, I love that. Yeah. Just period. And then she just does her battle cry, and I was just like, "Yes, this is why I love this show. It's just kind of like suck it up, teenagers. This is how this is gonna work." Right. And and then you saw in her face, she's like, "You know what? Yeah." And yeah. then she also did her battle cry. I loved that. That whole little itty bitty little conversation was fantastic. Well, because the, and the way that it all broke down, where it's like basically it's it's Clark goes, "Lexa, you're wrong." She goes, "You have a lot to learn." Then she goes to Octavia, "You have a lot to learn." She goes, "No, you're wrong." And then she goes, "Indra, you have a lot to learn." And then Octavia's like. We all have a lot to learn. Exactly, right? <laughs> and I really and you saw that on her face. She was like, yeah. "You know what? We're we're all learning at this yeah. point, and then it's it's time to put that aside because we have more important things to to think about." Right. It was great. The war is going to be sweet. It's yeah, going to be amazing. This two part finale is going be... to be intense, and I'm so excited for it. <laughs> yeah, we're gonna have some guests, by the way. We, I mean, I'm not going to say who exactly because episode Surprises. to episode. Yeah. But yeah, there'll be some cool guests coming on the next, uh, whether or not they're call-ins or or in studios. Um, yeah, the next two will definitely have some guests. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It'd be awesome. Everyone uh, agrees with the grounder spin off the spin-off they want it. <laughs> so good. Just tweet at the writers. I tweeted yeah, at them. And yeah. they were excited enough about it to tweet me back immediately, so you should just tweet out yeah. again because it's <laughs> no, great. Do it. Yeah. Um since we're talking about the finale, let's move into predictions. Yes, okay, cool. please. Uh, um, but also since we're oh hold on. Quiet, we're making noises. I'm sorry. <laughs> if you guys are in the chat room, which I know you are Write your predictions down, because I would love to read them at the very end after we talk about our predictions. Just saying. Yeah. Okay, yeah. A few people write some predictions. Yes, Thanks. please. Um, predictions. Uh, yeah, you're first. Let's start with you, Ben. Mr. No, Fashionista. Really? Yeah, Ben. Okay. Prediction numero uno. I think that uh, Cage is going to wear something super <laughs> sweet. I think Cage is going to wear something by Prada, possibly uh, Louis Vuitton. Uh, maintain priority. Uh, I am going uh, to. Uh, Alexis is now dead. Um, my my over under number that I'm going to designate for like relatively key to key characters dying in the next two episodes is is three point five, and I'm going to take the over. I'm saying four four characters. Of some significance die in the next two episodes. So we're talking like Harper and below. Or Harper and above, as I guess is what I'm saying. Okay. That's okay. like that's my level. So like it can be can't be it can't be like Fox. Like she's she's had like a couple lines. It's gotta be somebody who's actually been and had some lines, had some I think you're gonna see four or more characters die in the next two episodes. Okay. Nice. I'm hoping to see a little bit of um, Kane and Abby in the next two episodes, hopefully. I mean, I assume because it is the finale, but I know that they've been injured, so I know that I don't know if they're going to show them right. a lot. But I'm hoping to see them because um, they're already walking to battle, so Abby and Kane are chilling, you know, back at the Ark. But um, I, pre- I predict that, I don't know about four people. I can imagine at least one or two people, maybe. Should I mean, I know that. You're taking the under on my three now? Yeah, yeah. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, yeah, I'm gonna split it in half there. Um, mostly just because what I feel like we always talk about that like, we want somebody to die so badly, and I think we should, <laughs> I always feel really bad, but it's true. <laughs> I feel like there are gonna at least be two major, not hugely major people, but I think two of the, of a good, significant like, yeah, character. significant characters will die. Um, I think, that they are going to win the war. And 
I don't know what they're going to do about Cage. Mm. I'm curious what you guys think about Cage and what they're going to do. If they're going to kill him, they're going to capture him, or if he's going to kill himself. Like, there's so many possibilities, I feel. I don't know. The writers are always surprising me, so I can't really predict what's going to happen to him. But I know that everybody in Mount Weather is going to (laughs) die, army-wise. Um, I am, I'm gonna assume that, like, because the way that I imagine this whole thing playing out is that Bellamy is gonna get all the grounders inside of Mount Weather free, then everyone in Mount Weather is gonna be fighting a two-front war, mm-hmm. no one's gonna know who's on the good side and on the bad side, a bunch mm-hmm. of people in Mount Weather are gonna die, eventually all the grounders and the sky people, Arkies, if you will, yeah. are uh, going to essentially take over Mount Weather, and then if not the last episode or the next season, we'll be figuring out what to do with the Mount Weather people before we're introduced to a new enemy. Yeah, that's what I was thinking, too. I was like, okay, what's going to be the new threat? I mean, I assume that it's a lot of people are saying it's going to be um, the City of Light or whoever's in the City of Light is going to be the new threat, but we won't know about it until next season. Right. You know, which makes sense because uh, I was trying to figure out, like, who's actually going to be, if they are, they are making a third season, so who's going to be... I just had the sweetest idea. Go for it. It probably won't happen. Well, I would like to know. What if some, like, what if he's crazy and some crazy role reversal thing happened where Jaha went to the City of Light and, like, turned evil and became the villain? Like, what if, like, some sort of weird, like... I can't see that happening, but I know what you mean. Yeah, like, what if... Because he's crazy. What if some sort of, like, power... You know, he just starts to lose it and disagrees, or... I don't know. I'm just thinking he he would make a great villain. Or, or, or... Excellent To bounce off of that, maybe he'll do something that saves the City of Light in some strange way, and then he becomes the ruler. That's what I mean. Like, that, that's but not in like a villain way, though. Just He's just oh. the ruling, and then he's going to have a hard time trying to control them. Yeah. And then maybe they go after the Arkies. My right. last prediction, and this is maybe wishful thinking, we will get Lindsay Morgan on this panel. <laughs> <laughs> you guys I was laughing. waiting for him to say that. <laughs> You're laughing. It's not necessarily this season. On a stretch goal, it would be this season. But my prediction is that we will eventually get Lindsay Morgan on After Buzz TV. Just putting it out there. Positive visualization. <laughs> if you believe it, you can achieve it. Okay, well, a lot of people in the chat are saying Lex is going to die. Well, yeah. Aww, I, think, um, I think that's... Even though some people don't want her to die, but it looks like a lot of people are saying that. Um, some people are saying Maya's dad, or maybe Maya. Somebody mm, wants to yeah. kill... Uh, talk to kitten. Talk to the kitten paw wants uh, Abby to die, because she's so obnoxious. <laughs> um, Can't kill them for that reason. Uh, obviously, but uh, yeah. Um, <laughs> You're too Cage annoying will die, to probably be killed by Clark or Lexa. Echo will fight alongside Bellamy and the other formerly imprisoned grounders. That's... Uh, talk to the kitten. Uh, Addie says Cage can go outside, so he could feasibly escape in some way. That is true. Um, Dylan number one, uh, uh, still loves us. I know. No, 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 Lindsay, please, Ben loves you. <laughs> well, I love the character of Raven, and I hope that she, the actor Lindsay Morgan, that plays the character that I like Raven so much, would come on to the show so we could chat with her about the show. I don't mistake this, guys. This is not like a personal thing that I was like, get Lindsay Morgan because yes, I think she's great. It's like, you know, I say that because I don't want to say Raven all the time. Uh, Midnight hmm. Black says, I think they will have an argument about killing everyone in Mount Weather, especially the kids. Lexa, Bellamy, or Indra may get injured. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Midnight Black says, no, Ben, you're wrong. You're lying to us. Just be honest. <laughs> no, just kidding. I was like, he that's didn't say not what all. he said. <laughs> to kill the young Oh, he also feels like, I also feel like Murphy and Jaha will save them in some way. Yes, yeah, some kind Ooh, of vision. Uh, talk to the kitten says Jaha equals dark cult leader. I love that. <laughs> yeah, that'd be sweet. Yeah. Uh, all right. But all yeah, right. So, yeah. 
Awesome. Great predictions, guys. Uh, and thank you to everyone who has participated in the chat roll. Thank you for We're everyone listening retroactively. Watching right now. Nice. Yeah. Um, and keep up with us throughout the week. Uh, let's tell the people who we are and where they can find us. Ben Bateman? Uh, my name is Tari J. Oh, wait, what? <laughs> my name is Ben Bateman. You guys can find me, uh, Ben Bateman Media, on Instagram and Twitter. And Alex. I'm Alexis Torres, and you can find me on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook at atorres890. Nice. And I'm Tari J. Miller. You can find me on Twitter at Tari J. Uh, it's T-A-U-R-I-J-A-Y. Thank you, thank you, thank you for listening. Uh, we look forward to uh, talking with you next week, or whenever you're listening to us. Uh, Make sure that you like, subscribe, comment, and keep interacting with us at hashtag ABTV the hundred. Uh, have a wonderful night and stay grounded. See you all next week. Executive Bye. producers Maria Menunos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire Afterbuzz TV staff. We would like to thank you for listening to the Afterbuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other after shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterbuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.